Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included, all while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply. You're listening to Comedy Central. Coming to you from New York City, the only city in America, it's The Daily Show. Tonight, Election Day is finally over. Slavery is also over. And Mark Leibovich. This is The Daily Show with Trevor Noah. We've got a great show for you tonight with all the big post-election day news. Republicans won, but somehow also lost. Donald Trump is throwing Melania under the bus, and slavery is now illegal almost everywhere. So, let's do this, people. Let's jump straight into all the results in another edition of Vote Demic 2022. So... Going into last night's midterms, almost everyone was expecting a huge night for Republicans, a red wave that would wash away the Democrats in Congress and yank off Joe Biden's swim trunks (laughs) so everyone could see his old man butt. (laughs) But now the votes are in. And already, already, people are realizing that although there's still a lot left to count, it's clear that the red wave did not show up. This morning, control of Congress up in the air, with both the House and Senate still hanging in the balance. Republicans acknowledging the expected red wave never materialized. With five races still to call, it's unclear who will control the Senate. Control of the House is leaning Republican, but only barely. Democrats overall are doing much better than expected. That predicted red wave only appears to be a splash, if you will. The word wave has no application yet to what we're seeing. This might feel more like the edge of a lake. This really looks much more like a red whisper, if that. This wasn't even a red wave. It's not even a red little ripple in a pond. I've heard it called, you know, the red sprinkler. I've heard it called the red splash, the red puddle. The red drizzle, the red spritz. Yeah, you you know when you're peeing and then a little bit comes out after you're done? It's a red one of those. Should probably go get that checked out, by the way. And, 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 like, some of these didn't even make sense, you know? Like, I'm sorry, but what, what is a, a red whisper? <laughs> what, what is that, like, ASMR for conservatives? Is that what that is? <laughs> it's just like, now I'm crumpling up 
the Voting Rights Act. Oh, yeah. But yes, last night was not the red wave that many people expected it to be. And to be clear, to be clear, Republicans are still in good shape to take control of the House, and they may even take control of the Senate when it's all said and done. Now, it's too early, it's too early to tell, because, you know, America counts its votes as slowly as George R. R. Martin writes the books, but <laughs> it's definitely not the huge win that they were expecting. So it feels like a loss, which is really strange to me about politics, you know? It's the only place where you can technically win, but still lose because people thought you were gonna win more. <laughs> you know, basically Republicans got the hand job version of winning. <laughs> you know? Yeah, like, it got the job done, but no one's really happy about it. <laughs> you know? He's like, I could have done this to myself. And again, lots of races are still undecided. Arizona and Nevada won't be done counting votes for a few more days. We won't know who won Alaska's races until the dog sled arrives. And the big Senate race in Georgia looks like it is headed to a runoff in December. Yeah, which is only gonna screw up Herschel Walker's brain even more, right? <laughs> no, think of it, it's more like, another election? Has it been six years already? Oh, man. <laughs> that means I got 35 children now. What's happening? <laughs> oh, wow. But one big race that was decided last night was in Pennsylvania, where John Fetterman defeated <laughs> Dr. Oz. <laughs> which... You gotta admit, it's exciting for the Capitol because nobody in the Senate looks like this guy. I mean, huh? Have you seen this? <laughs> he doesn't look like everyone. He's massive. He's got the bald head, the goatee, the hoodie, which is dope. Normally, senators look like your dad's boss from work, you know? <laughs> John Fetterman looks like he can physically raise the debt ceiling. <laughs> 37 trillion! <laughs> and look, now, one of the reasons so many people were surprised by last night's results is that for weeks, for weeks, pundits had been saying, that there are only a few issues that really matter to Americans right now, like inflation, crime, and whatever the hell is going on with the Twitter check marks. And in particular, in particular, the experts were saying that voter concerns about abortion had faded since the summer. Well, I guess all those experts have been fired and will never be allowed back on television because <laughs> it turns out they were just a little bit wrong. The issue of abortion turned out to be a massive factor yesterday with the Supreme Court's decision in the Dobbs case to overturn Roe v. Wade playing a much bigger role than polls before the election suggested. In California, Michigan, and Vermont, voters chose to enshrine reproductive rights into their state's constitutions. The biggest surprise came in Republican-leading Kentucky where voters rejected an anti-abortion constitutional amendment. It was a huge night for abortion rights across the country. I mean, women voted in droves. Yes, well, people said a few weeks ago that it didn't matter, that it was fading. It didn't, turns out that wasn't right. Yeah, it turns out abortion rights didn't fade away as a concern. And it's crazy that people ever thought it would. You know, like what women out there would be like, you know, it really bothered me over the summer when the state government <laughs> wanted to take control of my reproductive system. But now I'm like, whatever, yeah. <laughs> Maybe my body is their choice, I don't know. <laughs> so it looks like abortion rights were the big one last night. And it looks like the big loser last night was none other than Donald Jump the Shark Trump. <laughs> because, because so far, it looks like many of the candidates he endorsed ended up being unendorsed by the voters. 
Here's what we know for sure this morning. It was a disappointing night for former President Trump. The biggest loser last night was Donald Trump. In state after state, candidates that he brought to the race, candidates that he endorsed, did not win or are losing right now. But perhaps the worst result for Trump is that his biggest Republican rival had the best night of anybody. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis might have moved closer to a possible 2024 presidential bid with a commanding victory over former Governor Charlie Chris. That's right. It was a bad night for Trump and a great night for his rival, Ron DeSanctimonious. <laughs> he absolutely crushed it in Florida. I mean, crushed it like bath salts crushed it. And judging by this post on his knockoff Twitter, Trump is not taking it well. Yeah, he wrote, shouldn't it be said that in 2020, I got 1.1 million more votes in Florida than Ron D got this year. 5.7 million to 4.6 million. Just asking. <laughs> oh, wow. You see what you've done, Ron DeSantis? Huh? You see what you've done? You made Trump so mad, he's doing math. 4.6 plus 5.7. Even sounding like Shakespeare in that. Shouldn't it be said? <laughs> And hitherto fall. <laughs> and here's the thing, here's the thing that's exciting about this. DeSantis' success, combined with Trump's failures, is already causing chaos in the Republican Party, right? Because now, Republicans are asking themselves, oh, what do we do? Do we stick with Trump, who's screwed up two elections now, but still controls all of the hardcore Republicans, and is also completely toxic with everyone else? Or do we go with Ron DeSantis, who's clearly the upgrade of Trump? but then you risk losing Trump and then he burns down the entire GOP. What do you do? <laughs> and it's funny, it's so funny to watch because all these conservatives, they don't know what to do, right? They're just like, ah, do I go with Trump? Or, oh, oh, do I go with the census? Oh, if I had principles, I would follow them, but I just want to be on the winning side. Oh, which one do I go with? Oh. You know, right now, <laughs> right now, conservatives in America are like kids who can see a bad divorce coming and they want to pick sides, but they're not sure which parent is going to keep the house. <laughs> but it's true. Trump had a tough night. You know, this poor guy was just at home watching his top election deniers lose and crying into a box of classified documents. <laughs> Nuclear. <laughs> but because this is Donald Trump, he's not taking responsibility. In fact, it's being reported that he's blaming Melania <laughs> for pushing him to endorse Dr. Oz in the first place. <laughs> saying it was, quote, not her best decision. <laughs> yeah, and I'm sure in response, Melania was like, yes, it's true. I'm very bad at picking men. about the election was about Democrats or Republicans, so let's take a moment to appreciate all the historic moments from last night. We want to tell you about several historic firsts across the country. In Alabama, Republican Katie Britt, the winner in the race for U.S. Senate. She is the first woman ever elected to the Senate in Alabama. In Maryland, Democrat Wes Moore will be the state's first black governor. And Massachusetts made history on two fronts. Democratic Attorney General Maura Healey will become the first female governor in the state's history. And she will also be the nation's first openly lesbian governor. Election history was also made in Florida. 25-year-old Democrat Maxwell Frost is set to be the first member of Generation Z to win a seat in Congress. Wow. A 25-year-old congressman. 
that's going to be great to have a young person in Congress. And by young, I mean under 85. I mean, <laughs> it will be tough, though. It will be tough being that young around that many old people. You know? well, half his time is going to be spent helping them with their phones. <laughs> it's going to be in the middle of a speech like, and that's why my district and the people of it deserve the... What? What, Chuck? No, just, just swipe up. Swipe up to close the app. No, swipe up. No, don't click that. There are not really hot singles in your area. It's a trick, Chuck. It's a trick. And there are a lot of other cool firsts, too. Women first, LGBTQ first, immigrant first. Honestly, I almost feel bad for anyone who won last night and wasn't a historic first. There was probably some straight white guy last night giving his victory speech like, it's an honor to be the first governor in state history who can, uh... Uh, do this? Uh, pretty, pretty sick, right? Yeah, yeah, no, just me? All right, that's it for the headlines. But before we go to a break, it's time to check in on the weather forecast with our very own Desi Lydic, everybody. Good to see you again, Desi. Getting cold in the east, there's storms everywhere. What's the weather looking like? Weather's great, look outside. What I wanna talk about is how people came out and voted for abortion rights all over this country. Yeah. Big deal, big deal, including my home state of Kentucky. Yeah! That was shocking. Huge! Kentucky, Trevor, the state where women have fewer rights than most horses. <laughs> it's true. I mean, in college, I had to get my birth control from a horse vet. Wow. A veterinarian. That's terrible, Desi. Yeah, right? I mean, they also had ketamine, so it wasn't all bad. <laughs> and that year, I went on to win the Belmont. Anyway, also, New York and Massachusetts elected female governors for the first time. <laughs> Which is a win, it is a win. But if we're being honest, like how is this only happening now in New York and Massachusetts? These two states have been states since the beginning of states. You know how long women have been around? Like at least that long, maybe more. Oh, and, and how about that Ron DeSantis victory yeah. last night, huh? Yeah. Oh my God, I almost feel bad for Donald Trump, you know? He had to smile and clap for DeSantis on the outside when he was fuming with jealousy on the inside. Trump finally felt like one of his beauty pageant contestants. <laughs> and perhaps the best news is that the massive red wave only hit Florida. Oh man, and I think all women can agree, it's always a good thing when your red wave is lighter than you expected. <laughs> I, I just wanna say, I get how Republicans are feeling. I mean, sometimes you expect your red wave to arrive and it doesn't. <laughs> and then you start to panic. You consider your options, which are suddenly very limited. Yeah, plus... Plus, with this runoff in Georgia, you might not know if your red wave is coming for another few weeks, and by then it might be too late. And the next thing you know, Herschel Walker's sending you a get well card with a check in it. <laughs> 
I just want to say to all of those Republicans who are feeling this way, don't stress. Trust me. I've got a great veterinarian in Kentucky you can call. <laughs> Top notch. Desi Lydic, everybody. Thank you so much for the weather, I guess. All right, when we come back, we're going to be talking about a surprising result from last night that most people don't know about, so don't go away. Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included, all while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Welcome back to The Daily Show. You know, yesterday's election, yesterday's election wasn't just about politicians. People also voted on ballot issues. For instance, Connecticut voted to implement an early voting system, right? California voted against legalizing mobile gaming, and Maryland voted to legalize marijuana. So finally, you can buy drugs in Baltimore, right? <laughs> but, but a big ballot measure in several states involved slavery. And I'm not talking about teaching slavery, I'm talking about actual slavery. Five states were voting on constitutional amendments to ban slavery, and not all of them passed those bans. In all, five states were voting on removing slavery from their constitutions. Vermont, Alabama, Tennessee, all voted to ban slavery as punishment for a crime. Louisiana, a former slave state, rejected that amendment. All right, America, four out of five states said no to slavery in the year 2022. That's what I'm talking about. That's amazing. Now we just need to reinvent electricity, and we're living in the future, baby. Oh, I can't wait. Yeah, as you heard, Louisiana, unlike those other woke states, <laughs> voted against ending slavery. Wow. Yeah, and for more on that, we go live now to Roy Wood Jr., everybody. Yeah. Hello. What's going on, African? Roy, the reason we're coming to you is because you are in Louisiana no, right now. No, no, and no, no, I would no. love to know. No, 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 no. I'm not in Louisiana. I'm on the Mississippi side of the border. 
And that's as far as I'm going, but I'm definitely not going in. I ain't going in that shit. You can't tell me a place just voted yes on slavery, then ask me to go there. I'm too old, too tired, I don't sing good. I can't be a slave. All right, this is bad, this is bad, yes, but, but it doesn't apply to you. This is about forcing prisoners to perform labor for free. Oh, is that right? I didn't realize that, my bad, man, you, you, you right. You, you know what, man, let me just mosey on into Louisiana. Boom, next thing you know, I walk around and then they got me for jaywalking. Now I'm 12 years a slave and I gotta wait for Brad Pitt to come and save my ass. No, thank you, I am safer here in Mississippi, which, is something no black man has ever said. But Mississippi is better. Fair enough, fair enough, Roy. Well, at least, at least your home state of Alabama voted last night to ban slavery and it won the vote by 75%. Huh? That's yeah. amazing. Yeah, but, but, that means 25% voted to keep slavery. <laughs> That's a lot of people. Now every time I'm at the grocery store, I'm looking around trying to guess who voted to enslave my ass. I bet Miss Patterson was the one. She always saying shit to me like, oh baby, you grew up so strong. Get your hands off me. <laughs> Squeezing my muscles, sizing me up. Trevor, this is terrible for black people. Well, technically, Roy, under these laws, it's not just black people. Everyone, even white people, could be enslaved. <laughs> you bullshitting. Well, why didn't they just leave with that? They gonna make white people slaves now? That's the most progressive thing I ever heard. That's no, 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 you're not about white slaves. No, no, right. I think you misunderstand. They're not gonna make white people slaves. I know you can't make them. I hear you gotta catch them on your own. And you know what? You know what? I think I might head into Louisiana gonna get me a white slave, man. I'll see you later, brother. This is gonna be nice. Free, you're under arrest for jaywalking. They tried to get me, Trevor. Help me, Brad. Oh, shit. Good luck with that, Roy. Roy with Junior, everybody. I'm going to have to go bail him out. All right, stay tuned, because when we come back, Mark Leibovich will be joining me on the show to chat about how the Republicans and how victims are captured by Trump. So don't go away. Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included, all while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. 
We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Welcome back to today's show. My guest tonight is a staff writer at The Atlantic. He's here to discuss the midterm results and his latest number one New York Times bestseller, Thank You for Your Servitude, Donald Trump's Washington and the Price of Submission. Please welcome Mark Leibovich. Welcome back to The Daily Show. Trevor, thank you for having me. And congratulations on another number one New York Times bestselling book. Um, this, this is really interesting for me because you, you, you're one of the best writers out there, not just because of how you write, but how you capture the world that you observe. And it's politics, you know, talking about Trump, talking about the Republicans, talking about the Democrats and how they respond. But this book is really interesting because it's about the hold that Donald Trump has on the Republican Party. And you talk about it in a way that I think few people understand. Tell me why it's servitude and not just him being the head honcho. Because the Republican Party has surrendered to Donald Trump. I lost my voice last night. I was up all night. But I understand. they have surrendered. <laughs> all and this is not another book about Donald Trump. This is a book about the party that enabled him. Right. This is a book about the people who bowed down to him, who could have stopped him, and yet continue to underperform in elections like they did last night. And the reason is Trump is sort of an anchor around their necks, and no one is standing up to them. And I wanted to give readers a sense of what this looks like. You, you've given us more than just a sense because... We, we saw a glimpse of this when, when, the, you know, when the primaries were still taking place. You had all these Republicans who were like, Trump is not the Republican right. Party. All of them, Marco Rubio, Ted Cruz, Lindsey Graham. He was on the show saying, Donald Trump will never be the face. I will never support all these things. Right. Trump wins, and almost overnight, everybody falls into line. Everybody becomes pro-Trump. But what you show us in the book, because of the interview, some people anonymous, but some people on the record, yeah. saying, no, we hate this guy but we care about winning more than anything else, so we're gonna work to keep him in power. It's such a weird dynamic. I, I was stunned by what they said to me, both on the record and, and obviously the dirty little secret inside Washington is that most Republicans who absolutely, um, you know, just bow down to him in public, trash him in private. And there were a lot of people last night in the Republican Party who are saying, Donald Trump did this. This is another election he coughed up for us. He's the first president in 100 years to lose the White House, mm -hmm. the House, and the Senate. Um, they underperformed in another election last night. Right. But they're only saying it privately. I will think that this spell has been broken when I see some people actually speaking publicly about what he's doing to the party. You, you know, it's interesting that you say that because because as, as we read through these conversations in the book, and, and, you know, I love how the book sort of starts with the Trump Hotel and what it represents, a moment in time, a moment where he's at his peak and how people literally come and physically almost bow to his shrine. And then at the end where it's now, you know, almost like a, a, a vacated version of its former self. Yeah. But, but the party seems different in that Republicans are murmuring, but nobody's saying it. You, you see what people are saying online. Oh, it wasn't ideal that Trump did this. It wasn't, you know, they're scared of him, though. Because yeah. they've given him the party, or he's taken it, but they seem scared of him. And, and it's been depressing to watch play out over all these years. What I was scared about was 
yesterday's election being the red wave that so many people anticipated, uh -huh. which would have vindicated all of this. It would have vindicated the character flaws, the weakness, the patheticness that so many of them, who could stop it. And if there were 10 Liz Cheney's, it would wow. be different, but there's only one. I, I think it, it also illuminates something that's actually, I mean, I don't even know how to say this correctly, but it's weird because Trump is almost more honorable than they are. Because, I mean, he says what he's saying, he does what he's doing. Yeah. They say what they're saying in private, but then they do what he's doing in, yeah. in public. And so, you know what I mean? Where does that leave a country where lawmakers don't believe what they're voting for, don't believe what they're, what they're kowtowing to? Like, where does that leave America? And how do they feel about the position that, that they're putting the country in? Right, I mean, what does it say about a party when Donald Trump is the honorable one, right? And, <laughs> and, and also, given how vulnerable Democrats were last night, how unpopular Biden is, how bad inflation is, mm -hmm. all those issues, to still, you know, underperform to the degree they did gives you an indication of how, you know, voters are saying, like, we don't like this either. In mm -hmm. fact, we, we like this worse. So I think, you know, it's all, again, it's all relative. But, but where do you think this goes now? Even, even, you know, not just as somebody who talks to them, somebody who analyzes, somebody who's been in many of the rooms where yeah. these discussions are being held. It feels like, you know, you watch Fox News now and you can see people being a little more vocal saying, DeSantis is clearly yeah. the future. DeSantis is the guy we should be going with. DeSantis, DeSantis, DeSantis. But there's still a, you know, but Trump, but Trump, but Trump. And, 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 and it seems like unless Trump steps down, you have one of the craziest quotes I've ever seen from somebody who's a lawmaker who said, you say, what is your plan for 2024? And the person says, dead serious, yeah. our plan is to hope that he's dead by then. Right. No, this, this, this is the it, quote. It's a quote. It's um, a quote. They're saying this. They're like, it, we, we it, don't have another way. We don't know what to do. It's crass. It's depressing. But it also goes to the passivity of what these folks are doing. Someone else will take care of the problem. And even now, no one has spoke up. All of the, like I said earlier, all of the criticisms of Trump have been private. So I, I just don't think, and these are weak people, Trevor. These are, these are people who have sold... I mean, whatever they've sold, they, they have given up. I mean, it's the price of submission. Right. As Lindsey Graham said to me, if you don't want to be reelected, you're in the wrong business. Um, and, you know, at a certain point, you sort of ask, is it really worth it? Yeah, yeah, it, 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 it really illuminates, I think, many of the things that are wrong with American politics in that it has become more about staying in the job as opposed to doing the job that somebody has put you in. Absolutely. And, and it leaves the country in a place where... Every, everything is for show, everything is for an idea. So, you know, when, when you look at it now, just hearing the whispers, hearing everybody, you know, or even the people speaking publicly to you, is this the moment where the party says, okay, it's gonna be a Ron DeSantis, or are they still just waiting to see what Trump decides to do with the Republican Party? You know, I've had a lot of moments where I've thought the fever is going to break. If January 6th didn't do it, if him losing to Joe Biden didn't do it, huh. I don't think this is gonna do it. Wow. Wow. And so, as somebody then who, who, who talks to these politicians, I'd love to know where you see it all going from here. Because, you know, on, on the one hand, you have the Democrats who have Joe Biden. And I remember you, you wrote, uh, you know, an article by Joe, about Joe Biden, which really blew up over the summer. And it was about him being too old to run in 2024. And yeah. you said, you said, hey, Joe, you've done what you said you want to do. I wrote the story that he's old. <laughs> Full credit. <laughs> yeah. 
You know, but 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 you were, you came out and you said something that got you know got you a lot of flack, but also had many people say, yeah, I didn't want to say that, but 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 it's true. Because I don't know if people remember, Joe Biden said, I only want to run to right. to beat Donald Trump, and that's all I'm doing. And now it seems like he he may want to run again. But you're one of the first people to say, don't run again. My question to you then becomes, what do the Democrats do? Because on the one hand. Yes, Joe Biden is old. On the one hand, yes, he may have only been the person to beat Trump, etc. But on the other hand, an incumbent has a feeling of it's the status quo. People don't like presidents changing all the time. That's why Trump losing was such an anomaly. So what do you think the option is for the Democrats? Is there not a risk that if they put someone else up, that person is just now a toss-up in the election? Yeah, I mean, the thing about Trump is that he's not only made the Republicans scared, he's made the Democrats risk-averse. They're afraid of trying someone new or exciting or different. I mean, Joe Biden, his most important contribution to the Democratic Party and arguably to the country was beating Donald Trump on November 3rd, 2020, mm-hmm. or whenever it was, whenever election day was. <laughs> Fix that. Um, so the problem is governing is a bit of a bitch afterwards, right? right? As, as right. we sort of learned. You know, he might be called upon to do it again. Um, but, you know, it's not like the Democrats have an obvious and deep bench. But I did believe that if some of the people like Tim Ryan were to somehow win last night, they would immediately emerge. And, you know, maybe a John Fetterman, right, you know, maybe right. a Pete Buttigieg, maybe a couple of yeah, others. Yeah, well, and, and, and to your point about being risk-averse, I mean, the history of the Democratic, Democratic Party has shown that they've often had the fresh off the bench person. Yeah. You know, Barack Obama was, was like the young senator, and you know, and you, you look at all these right. other, Bill Clinton was the young upstart, people didn't expect it, so maybe that is where the path lies in, is in taking a little uh, risk. But from what your book, it? it seems like nobody wants to take the risk, and it seems that because of that, the country is in a really scary place because um, it feels like it's risk averse and yet heading to the riskiest place of all. Indeed. Well, uh, on that note, it's a really fun beach read. It is an amazing book. I'll tell you that. Congratulations again. Thank you so much for joining me on the show. I hope your voice gets better. We'll see you again. Thank you for your servitude. It's available now wherever you get your books. We're going to take a quick break, but we'll be right back after this. Thank you very much. Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included, all while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of. A degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu.
show for tonight. Thank you so much for tuning in. But before we go, before we go, I wanted to tell you real quick about our newest Daily Show podcast, Jordan Klepper Fingers the Conspiracy. In this limited podcast series, Jordan is gonna step off the Trump trail and dig into some of the wildest conspiracy theories he's heard and trace their origins with journalists, experts, and anyone who might know when JFK Jr. is coming back from the dead. Now, (laughs) new episodes are gonna be available Wednesdays on Apple Podcasts, the iHeartRadio app, wherever you get your podcasts. You can also uh, watch and listen at uh, dailyshow.com forward slash Klepper Podcast. Watch The Daily Show weeknights at 11, 10 Central on Comedy Central. And stream full episodes anytime on Paramount+. Plus. This has been a Comedy Central podcast. Top Thrill 2 is like no other course. Two 420-foot vertical speedways, three launches. All right, let's talk strategy. Copy that, driver. Go for maximum acceleration off the start. Measure that. You've got a short straightaway to push from 0 to 74 on the first vertical speedway. And what about the rollback? Rollback will set you up for an explosive reverse climb 420 feet in the sky so you reach 0 Gs in total weightlessness. 420 feet of straight-up speed. Let's get it. Top Thrill 2, the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch Stratocoaster. Get your tickets at cedarpoint.com. So, should we go electric? I think we should go electrified with Toyota. Electrified? Electrified means options. Yes, we could go all electric with a Toyota BZ4X, but then there are hybrids like Grand Highlander. Or we could do something in between, like a RAV4 plug-in hybrid. So, Toyota is electrified diversified? Yep, and with more options for reducing carbon emissions, the closer we all get to Toyota's Beyond Zero vision for the future. Exactly. How much coffee have you had this morning? Learn more about our Beyond Zero vision for the future at toyota.com slash beyondzero.